The following podcast contains some adult language and sexual situations. You're welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Slightly Concerned. This is Andrew, joined by the lovely Jazz. Hey, guys. And Jazz, uh, today we have a guest, don't we? Yes, yes, we do. This is the first time I know about the guest before we started the podcast, so I would like to introduce Nate. Hello, it is me. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Nate. <laughs> Thanks. I'm excited. How are you, Nate? What's what's going on? What's new in your world? I'm doing pretty good. I'm not really doing too much right now. It's my day off, so otherwise I would be in the kitchen like usual. Where you belong. Wait, no, that's that's where Jazz belongs. I forgot. Yeah, right. Start it again, Andrew. I will end you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jazz, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of online friends, which, if you guys haven't noticed, I've never actually met Andrew. I also haven't met Nate. I found all these people, like, when I was 12 on Neopets. So we're going to talk about what online friends are and communities and forums and video game culture. So the interesting thing about us and our relationships is that we met at this very interesting point where the internet, you know, it, it wasn't new per se because it had existed for a long time prior, but like socially the internet was new. There wasn't really any social media and so when we met it was a very it was a very new thing our parents were very afraid i know my my mom was like terrified like oh no everybody is actually a 40 year old man that wants to throw you in a van and take you somewhere and but but really at that and there were a lot of those yeah there there were um but really like at that point in time there was no way to really verify because there was no social media you couldn't look them up on facebook not that you can't make a fake facebook right. and stuff but you know there was n- no comfort you know i remember it not being very easy to g- upload pictures oh yeah that's true either. because photo bucket was like trash and then nothing accepted the links mm-hmm. it was all it was a it was a messy messy time but somehow right we all met and here we are several years later yeah many years later i can't believe after a dog's been named after me right it's hard <laughs> to believe that we've been able to keep in touch for all this time well i know that i primarily kept in touch with andrew mm. yeah and then he brought everybody together recently well actually that was that was our friend beck but you and I have met in person before. We've actually hung out together. Yep, that's true. Um, what year was it? Twenty, not twenty sixteen. It was like twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Yeah, I think it was twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, yeah, twenty eighteen. Yep, had our Christmas shenanigans. Yep, that was. Uh, we met in Grand Rapids. Swang on a giant tire swing. Got yelled at to get off it. Yeah, that was that was Fun exciting. Times. Yeah, there's just like yep. this hidden like giant fucking tire swing in downtown grand rapids and that was in grand rapids yeah by the uh, <clears throat> it's not really that hidden it's like by um city hall but like you can't see it from the road or anything that's hidden for me especially since i don't well i didn't see well did i have glasses at that no. time i think i did i mean i did <laughs> i think you did i didn't know about it and i lived there for like nine months <laughs> <laughs> 
So there we so go. Hidden key stays. part of having online friends is not going outside. Right, yeah. So <laughs> we're not surprised. People are like, oh, have you been to such and such? I'm like, that's not on my computer. <laughs> it is now with Google Maps, but you know. Yep. That's a whole different beast. So um, I think I met Andrew and Nate, both of you, on Gaia. We were all part of this community on Neopets where our parents thought this was a safe place <laughs> for our children to go where they can't use potty words. Little did they know we kept getting our accounts banned because we kept saying nasty things anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> I got my accounts banned for being violent. Oh. <laughs> I, that doesn't surprise, surprise me at to all. everyone, I'm sure. <laughs> what? Jazz is violent? <laughs> I, I would have never guessed that. We, More at 11. We were on a board called War. Yeah, that's what we labeled it. I don't know who coined but it. When I got on War, we were literally, like, we were role-playing with this thing called chat play. And if anyone who's ever role-played online, you probably know that chat play is of the devil and is not appreciated by anyone who can write a full fucking <laughs> sentence. It was really just us being, like, trashy, awful, angsty tweenagers. Like, we weren't even at the point of being yep. angry teens we Super were just edgy. like oh yeah so much edge yeah. yep yeah it's just very cringy awful i guess you know in a lot of ways it was kind of like we were doing like dungeons and dragons but with no rules we were just posting back and forth at each other yeah we had yeah. roles oh yeah there were some rules that's true eventually they, they, got co- we- <laughs> they got codified or whatever like when i was on the war porch we had three roles there was no yep. auto hitting there was no auto killing and uh don't fucking get the board taken down because you're a yeah. twat. So those are our three <laughs> roles. Yeah, it, it ended up that like we were such disgusting, awful children that the word war <laughs> got banned from being like a title of a forum board. What, how did we get around that? Did We, we definitely didn't, didn't remake. That's when we started using the acronyms. We are oh, re-education. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We are right. That's... that's that's when we start using okay. acronyms. Yeah, that's right. You got pretty clever, I suppose. Yo, oh, yeah. We did. Fucking 12-year-olds we showed clever. you up, Neopets. Fuck off. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then eventually we all got older and moved to Gaia, Gaia Online. Which I actually met somebody recently who still uses it. Really? Yeah, I was very surprised. That website took an interesting turn. Yeah, yeah. It was so popular for such a long time. I'm trying to Google and see how many people were on Gaia at its peak. Oh, let's look at the Wikipedia. It was article. it was pretty bumping. I remember like being in high school and meeting people, you know, in real life. Oh God! And they had Gaia online accounts, and then I'd be like, Oh my God, you should add me. It was like our social media before Facebook became popular. You yep. mean MySpace? Well, yep. yeah, MySpace. I was on MySpace for sure. Yeah, I was. I was too. I was on MySpace during my Gaia times. I don't think I could get back into my MySpace profile, but maybe I should try sometime. No, you should just delete <laughs> it. probably should. Uh, Mine has all of my like, shitty pictures of me being, like, an awful 14-year-old. So that can be happily buried. <laughs> it, I was in MySpace when I was in middle school, because Facebook, I was in high school. But we are here to talk about the forums right. so like you have these things such as open forums where people can freely come and go and you can form things like fluid friendships i would go on other boards besides war mm-hmm. and i would have friends over there and people will come join our board for a day and then disappear into the yep. void but then we eventually decided that we had 
uh, unfriendly people, such as the AOW group, which I'm not going to get into because we oh, don't yeah, need there's to. there's a whole rivalry. But uh, we had to keep the riffraff out, so we ended up making things such as private guilds, so that way we could at least somehow screen a person before they just hop into our boards of fun, which... I mean, arguably, that may have been the end of war because we couldn't keep that constant influx of people. Yep. So the the AOW people, they were basically, they did the same roleplay-esque stuff. They were more like book writing level. They were actually roleplaying while we were chat playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, and roleplaying, just to clarify for everyone, like that's yeah. literally, it's, it's just, it's... Uh, well, it's not sexual, but it could be. It's like you're writing a story, but you're all writing a story together, and you're kind of inputting your own personal character. It was a big thing when we were young, for sure, because I know that I... It's still huge. Oh, yeah. Well, I definitely grew up in a situation where I I couldn't go outside very much, and so it kind of gave me like that escape and i know that we all kind of had our own different home situations where it was just kind of like a little getaway for us oh yeah definitely that's i think definitely what what pushed us all of us really towards that because i don't think any one of us hasn't had some kind of adverse um situation to deal with in the home life we might have to ask everybody but i feel like everybody's had some kind of uh adversity to face yeah and Internet friends really got me through some shit times for sure. And it's weird to say because some people genuinely don't understand. They're just like, they're not real people though. But absolutely just having somebody there to support you somewhere in the fucking world and like tell you that like, you're okay. It, it, it was really, it was really good sometimes. Right. You're a good person or whatever. So yeah, being able to create the private forums was pretty integral in creating such a tight knit group. It was feel like if we couldn't do that it would have been a lot harder for everybody to stick together and i mean we still did even through neopets but like sometimes it was hard to tell who was who because people had lots of different usernames right and people could pretend to be other folks or you can just confuse someone for being somebody else like yep all the time yeah yep and that was just because of the anonymity you know of the internet yeah for sure which changed with the advent of facebook but yeah and then Facebook came along and we, I feel like everybody kind of kept in touch with two or three people and then Beck happened to know the right people and everybody just kind of added on and now we've kind of all gotten together again as adults just chatting and hanging out. We don't, we don't do the whole role play business because we just have our own lives to take care of. Uh, Speak for yourself. Well, I still do the role play business and so does a few of our other friends. In fact, one of the reasons why I kept in touch with, like, I think I kept in touch with, like, seven war kids for, like, an additional four years after you guys all disappeared into the, we're going to go meet each other in real life. And you are grown up things. (laughs) But we went from Gaia to the pro boards where the the gateway keeping allowed in pro boards was just that much more intense because there wasn't a place for you to, like, advertise. Yeah. So, like, you, the only way you can get in is if you had a link. And then somehow it's, I guess some people could magically find us, but we didn't put our board onto the group board for everyone to find our group. Right. So we met some really cool people, and that's when we went from chat play to role play. At least my group of friends did. But yeah. if you're looking for something towards that today, the equivalent would be Discord. 
Uh, there's this site called Discord where you can literally say, I like to role play in high fantasy. You type that bad boy in and you literally get taken to a list of thousands upon thousands of high fantasy role play boards. Yep. And you can go in and you can uh, submit an application and see if they let you into their board. In fact, I had a board right before you guys decided to uh, monopolize my time with the podcast. And <laughs> Hey, this was a group decision. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you tell yourself at night, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I did want to do the podcast. It sounded fun. Like, again, we would have people, they had to show us that they could fucking write a full sentence. And then we would have to review their full sentences and see if it was legit or not. And we felt like dealing with them. And then we would let them in or we would kick them out. It was wonderful. I loved it. It's interesting. You don't really see that level. Of, I mean, you can make private Discord servers for sure that only let people in with a link, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in order for your Discord to be public... You have to put it on Discord. You have to create a link to it and oh, put really? it on Discord. Otherwise, it's completely private. Yeah. In the advent of those kind of like audio hangout areas, like there was Skype and then Ventrilo for a while. I used TeamSpeak a lot. And it kind of evolved into, they all kind of evolved into Discord. And I don't think I don't know anyone who doesn't use Discord and also like games or participates in online communities. I mean... If we're going to talk about gaming communities, you got, like, the Xbox community, which is, yeah. like, you can only get into it from Xbox. And then right. PS had their own PS Online, except there wasn't a paywall, so anyone can hop into those conversations, too. Right. I know that I was on um, Xbox, so, like, I had the little mm -hmm. Turtle Beach headset, yep. and my brother had an Xbox account, so I decided to make one, and there's this new video game called Fantasy Star Online, which wasn't necessarily new, but it was ported yeah. in from the, I think it was a Japanese video game, so it now had English servers. And it was similar to, like, World of Warcraft, where you could literally just group up with people and join random raids, and... That's where I actually found my another set of online friends. This was my first set outside of war. And mm -hmm. fortunately, war is on Neopets, so there was a lot of filtering to protect the shy, innocent, lovely Jasmine mm -hmm. from the world, where the dude hops into my call, and he's like, huh, you sound like an Oreo cookie. And I'm like, the fuck? What? And it's like, oh, it sounds like you're mixed. So, <laughs> okay. And I'm like... Oh. Well, is yeah. that a thing? Is you can just like ask people if they're mixed. Well, there's a he lot didn't of racism ask me online. If I was mixed, he told me I sounded like an Oreo. I guess that's not. I don't know if that would be considered racism. Probably. I mean. I mean. That was the worst of it. I, I right. feel like it's one of those things that you're not supposed yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But also, I wouldn't. Right. Because there's a lot of that in online <laughs> communities. Much worse than that too. I remember playing Xbox a lot and Call of Duty and people just screaming the N-word over the mics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I definitely had to mute many people. Well, that's the problem with the anonymity yep. of it is that people just blast out all sorts of right. shit. You have those little 12-year-olds that are, like, calling out your mother's sexual decency. Yep. Right, and it's a lot harder now because uh, Xbox integrates a lot with your Facebook page. So it's a lot easier 
for people to find you. So right. it doesn't stop most folks because they're not smart enough or they realize that they shouldn't link their Facebook to their Xbox account. In this fantasy star, that mm-hmm. guy who called me an Oreo, I ended up joining his uh, guild. And if you're unfamiliar with online gaming, you would create a guild so that way you can have a set of people that you can pick from for raids which I did in Fantasy Star. We had a group of like six people that would constantly play online. And I don't remember any of their names or their tags because again, this was me just started high school. And one guy was like, hey, I want to talk to you in private chat. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And Mm -hmm. he's like, will you be my girlfriend? And I just straight (laughs) up, no. (laughs) No. No, I'm not dating some dude online. JK, I ended up dating some dude online, but it wasn't him. And... uh, (laughs) He was really sad, so he went to... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, isn't that how you and your boyfriend met? Not on Fantasy Star. I learned better than to find someone on Xbox. <laughs> but anyway... Xbox uses your trash. goes to the guild leader, and he gets the guild leader to pull me into a private call, and just like, hey, Jazz, like, he's really sad that you just shot him down like that. And my mother has always taught me, like, you are your own master. You don't have to fucking, like, lay out anybody like Mm -hmm. which is a huge part of my personality as you may not have noticed what i was told that in order for me to stay a part of this guild and for us to have enough people i had to be nice to this dude and say i would be his girlfriend oh what wow really yes what the fuck i had (laughs) you got like pimped out for real i got pimped out like for real so like i was the only girl in the group he felt like we had some sort of connection and the thing is i'm not a nice person online i have never been a nice person online so i don't understand why anyone's like hey that's the one that's the girl except if they're into that weird kinky stuff where they want me to step on their face or their or their balls (laughs) i guess was probably what he wanted but yeah like there's a good chance there there was a probably a good chance (laughs) And I noticed that a lot with, like, guys who would ask me out in real life that, like, from people from the karate school who would ask me, I was like, dude, I would kick your ass. And I realized later on that that was a fetish people had. Uh- <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, yeah, yeah pe- people are into that. I, I think that, so it's like that whole role reversal that's a big ooh for some guys. Mm-hmm. See, what you're also missing is the fact that they see a strong woman and they see something that they could break, which is the flip side mm-hmm. of that coin. Yeah. Ew, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that a lot. No, like, that's a lot of people who are, like, really toxic. And thanks no, to yeah. the Xbox right. community, I was, I was able to spot those people out really fucking quick. Yeah. So <laughs> I avoided them. Yeah, thanks, Xbox. Fuck Xbox. <laughs> Did you join any, like, uh, gaming guilds and stuff like that while you are doing Call of Duty? No, I had a like a specific group of people that I played with and it was strange too because we would just play one game together I would join up a random lobby and then somebody else would be on the microphone and we'd talk and like actually be playing the game and then he'd be like hey want to play another one and then eventually like we amassed this group of like six or so people that all played Call of Duty at like the same time together pretty much and we used to play like uh, zombies and stuff and Black Ops 2 we did a lot of that it wasn't like a guild so much but we did have a group yeah, Zombies was the only player versus environment that you could do in Call of Duty, unlike with guilds where you can do raids and dungeons and things like that. So, like, a raid 
would be considered they have these dungeons basically they call them i suppose and they're filled with strong monsters like really strong monsters that would be way too strong for one person to take on by themselves so groups of people form these raiding parties and to strategize and beat the super powerful bosses and usually you get greater rewards too from them i know nate that you played League of Legends as well, which is a whole yeah. other fun thing. And I would oh, like yeah. to hear your League of Legends experience before I get into the horrors of my League of Legends experience. Right. Oh, mine wasn't all that pretty, but I think it fared better for me just because of who I am. It's an interesting game. So it, it came out in 2009, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. And I joined it 2010. So I joined it pretty early on, like the second season or of the, the ranked seasons or whatever. And... I guess for people who aren't aware of what League of Legends is, it's considered a a MOBA, or a massive online battle arena. If you don't know, you can watch it on ESPN. Oh, yeah. Yes, you can now. Esports. Esports. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, esports. Yeah, and League of Legends made esports, like, way big. My boss knew. I I had left to go to a uh, LCS of the League's championship series to go watch Mm -hmm. it in boston and my boss came to me after i came back and he was like i know what league of legends is and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about i was like it was on espn that's really (laughs) cool you went to go see that play i'm like yeah and we had a whole conversation about it and a dude's like 20 years older than me and uh doesn't know how to he he had to come ask me how to make the underscore symbol and he did this Uh by bringing me his keyboard so (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's very interesting that um, he got interested in it from seeing it on ESPN. They also have I've seen Counter Strike on there. Oh yeah, which is also cool. I like watching Counter Strike. You don't really need to know like what all the characters do; they just shoot each other. Um, <laughs> as, whereas with League of Legends, I feel like if you watch it and you don't know what it is, there's like a lot of stuff going on on the screen that could be very confusing. Yeah, whenever I see somebody playing, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, that was a big that's a big barrier of entry for a lot of people because there are so many different characters and items and stuff. It takes a while to acquire the knowledge. And flashing lights to, um, and colors. Yep, and when I when I started playing to get back onto my history with the game, I had nothing but time because I was in high school and I just didn't do my homework and stuff like that to play League of Legends. <laughs> and I started playing it originally because I had a friend who did in high school. And I had just been broken up with with my high school sweetheart, so I needed something to like distract me from the emotional pain. <laughs> and League of Legends filled that void for me. Oh, it, filled, no. it filled your filled yep. your hole. Yep. League of Legends filled a void instead of making you feel miserable. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't feel miserable about myself, and it made me closer with my real life friend. And I ended up meeting a lot of really cool people. Usually, one of my main friends, his name is Will. I'm still friends with him to this day. I don't play video games as much with him anymore because I don't have a working computer. But we used to play all the time. We just, me and Adrian met him playing the three versus three game mode, the Twisted Tree Line. (laughs) And he was one of our random people who joined us and he played Jax. And he absolutely stomped the enemy. So we were like, hey, want to join us? And he did. And the rest is... (laughs) The rest is history, and then we played tons of other games together after that, too, like Counter-Strike and Call of Duty, and I tried some MMOs with them that I didn't care for. We played Diablo a lot. I love Diablo. Yeah, so that was cool, and I'm still friends with him to this day. That person, I also, I think I mentioned this earlier, but in 2016, I traveled to where he lives in Indiana, 
and we participated in a League of Legends tournament ourselves that was being held by the local college, and we placed second. Very good. But we we had some very good players, and actually there was a whole dramatic thing that happened about that because um, it was a double elimination tournament, and we basically won the winner's bracket. So we got to grand finals, and we were fa- facing the loser's winners, and we lost the first game. And then they wouldn't let us have a rematch, even though it was double elimination, because uh, I guess they thought we were rude. And some of my friends did make some comments <laughs> trash-talking the other players. Yeah, that was my history. I met um, like at least six or seven people who are still my friends now through League of Legends. Uh, I didn't really encounter a whole lot of toxicity, so much probably because I'm a white dude. Um, I mean, oh, there was toxicity, of course, me, but I just muted people Let me clarify that usually. for you, Nate. It was because you were good at the game. So well, no one had to not, yell at you. Not always. Like I had my bad games too. I mean, too, I've for played sure. games with you before. I feel like you're probably not as bad as you think you are, because uh, yeah, you've you've destroyed my ass many times. In Smash Brothers, <laughs> yes. But also, I practice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could be just as good as me if you practiced it a little bit too. Nah. Everyone can be <laughs> as good as Nate if you practice. Yes, so. <laughs> it's true. Keep no, I have mind, I have guys. this thing called uh, no actual skill. It's a, it's right. a diagnosis. Uh, it's uh, it's it's terminal. I'll have it um, mm. until I die. Uh, but <laughs> right, but, but you is know, it means? is what it is. Uh, yeah, well, it will probably be the death of me. So yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It is. It's it's terminal. Oh, okay. I was curious. It's terminal. I was like, right. you have a medical background. You may know more than me. Learn me. Good. Well, it's a it's a chronic uh, condition that is terminal. Yeah. The group... yeah. <laughs> and you still talk to these people pretty regularly? Yeah. I wouldn't say regularly anymore because I kind of fell out of playing video games online. I haven't really done that since, like, 2017. Fair. But I still talk to one of them, Will, occasionally, the original first one that I made. I have him on Snapchat and Facebook, and we'll talk sometimes. Oh, fuck yeah. And I'm on their Discord servers, so sometimes I pop in and say hello. I love it. I started playing League of Legends a lot later than Nate, which is probably why he'll always be better than me, (laughs) even if he's out of practice. When I first went to my party college, where I made the booty call sheet, (laughs) uh, I ended up getting... I lost my ID card. And I needed my ID card to get back into my dorm, so I had to go get a new one. And it took, like, it was before school started, but I had moved in two weeks early. So pretty much, I couldn't get back into the dorm if I had left it. So I stocked up on, like, two weeks' worth of food, and I holed up in my dorm room. Which was a nice one. Like, we had a living area and a kitchen and stuff, so it wasn't like, you know, I was living off of a toaster. I, I had it I had it pretty bougie. All I could do was, I, I was friends with my brother and I'm like hey brother who I'll call Joe because that's his screen name hey Joe I'm bored what are you doing I'm playing League of Legends with my Xbox friends and I was like bet so I downloaded League of Legends and from there we had assembled the bro team the bro uh-huh. team and uh, we would scream bro team assemble and then they're like oh but Jazz isn't a bro so we became the bro team plus one we would uh we had like 18 or not 18 i think we had like probably eight revolving members so that way because like in league of legends you needed a group of five 
to play mm-hmm. in the main game, Summoner's Rift. And uh, we would always have five with our group until uh, classes started. So we had to add another group of people. We were playing, and just like Nate was mentioning before, like you see someone really good, so you're like, hey, let's play together. That wasn't mm-hmm. the case with me. They saw that my name was Jazz Umbrella, and it sounded like a girl. So mm-hmm. they're like, hey, we should uh, team up with this group. And we did. <laughs> it was really weird because the guy who originally got us all together was not necessarily the best human being in the world. He did some <clears throat> questionable stuff such as uh, getting people who could not live by themselves and sustain by themselves and convince them to come move in with him to where he could dominate every aspect of their life and force them to be their support. And uh, that was his goal for me, I suppose. But uh, I'm not sure if you guys noticed this from my personality, but uh, I don't take shit from people. So I had the booty call worksheet, and there was this other dude who was a part of his group who uh, I'm playing in the lane, and this is my first time being thrown into it because I wasn't very good at League of Legends, so it just kind of put me in whatever position was not uh, vital to the game. <laughs> and at that point in time, it was top lane because... Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's you just of... kept Nasus entertained and make sure that he never left his lane, we would be okay. Right. So he would jungle and he we would come up and we would beat the snot out of this Renekton. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where he stopped coming to lane or yeah. showing up on the map. And he stayed at base because he felt so bad that he got <laughs> dumpster stomped so hard. Yeah, that or he just decided to quit. I've had that happen with numerous people in my games, and also my friends have done the same thing. Rage, Just rage quit, sit in the base. Right? That is a struggle. Don't be a rage quitter, guys. Yeah. Uh, go back and just just take it. Just so- don't be toxic. And there's other ways that you can um, avoid dying so bad. I mean, if you're getting ganked like that, you got to buy wards and stuff. I mean, now we're getting into kind of some lingo or jink, you know. Yeah, we're, we're confusing our, our normal yeah, people who don't play I genuinely Legends. have no yeah. idea what the fuck is going on anymore. Um, but also, that's kind of like my day-to-day <laughs> existence. I just kind of like f- list around uh, like a half-deflated balloon from location to location. Right. You're not alone there, buddy. I know what's going on. So... <laughs> do you Do you ever feel like a plastic bag <laughs> drifting through the wind? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> right well my main point i was trying to make was just don't be toxic there's always ways around your situation in a skill-based game yeah or you can just play that minecraft main point. so or you can just play minecraft it just if it's making now you that mad, is my speed and, and don't flame jazz for being bad at the game punching squares i'm fucking in that's yeah, that's definitely minecraft. my skill set right there i can punch the fuck out of some squares you guys ever were a part of any minecraft <laughs> servers or nope. anything like that because that's a place that people gathered and created communities uh that would a require me to have to get good skill and like right. i enjoy building games yes and i get infuriated by how other people can be so much better than me yeah. so i try to avoid yeah. minecraft because there are some people who pour hours into the game and make these beautiful creations and mm-hmm. me being a toxic human being can't sit down and just appreciate what they did. <laughs> so I just yeah. don't play the game. <laughs> yep. So cutting back to my 
beating this dude online. We're in top lane. We're beating up this crocodile. We are having fun, yep. yelling about the synergy, and just really connecting. And that was like my only successful online relationship was from League of Legends. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's so interesting. Online relationships aren't always so good. I have had the highs of having a guy that I really connected with and was able to meet and enjoy. And uh, we've been dating for, it's going to be six years in like two weeks. Nice. Also in online relationships, there's the really bad side. And the thing is like, we were all super duper young when we got online, like 12 to 14, very impressionable. And there were some people who were not super duper young. And just like at like a roller rink where uh, you have the little kids having fun rolling around on the roller skates going, yay, look at me. And then you have the really weird teenagers who decided that this is their makeout point and they're going to go find a dark corner and try to stick hands down some pants. So like the same thing happened online things. And I think like what Mm -hmm. they called it when we were growing up was cyber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like like sexting. Role play sex with different people yeah it's like sexting yep, that was like it was that was big on gaia it was you know especially it was, the it towns was big yeah and towns especially I, you, you know okay but i even got like i i even got um asked to cyber on neopets and i was like i remember being like 10 and i was like what <laughs> no <laughs> what sex is icky <laughs> I don't want to role play with you. <laughs> yeah, right. Didn't understand it very well at the time. Still, at that point. Well, like, while I was on Neopets and Gaia, I was never asked to set to do, like, cybering and stuff. Except for mm-hmm. that time that I pretended to be a guy. So, yeah, I feel like you more, would have a giant penis. Like, after everyone decided that they were going to go to Gaia. I probably do. Um, but my boyfriend can confirm that I do not. Uh, or maybe it would actually be small and your personality is a, a compensation for it. <laughs> oh my god. Can we be nice for two seconds? Dang. Shots fired. <laughs> anyway. I have some fired. sort of input um, in this episode because I am, I did I, not realize I, that I am like not on your guys' level of nerddom and I love it. And so all I can do is be a bully. <laughs> How did you think I <laughs> yeah. felt on other episodes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you know why I, mean, I was I... mean to you all those times. <laughs> why would be included? Yeah. I mean, I was playing video games since I, I was like two years old. Same. Uh, I think I started playing video games when I was like eight. And that was with Xbox. Woo. I, some of my earliest memories are playing like Sega Genesis and stuff like that. We were a Poe family and didn't have money until Xbox, which is why like I didn't yeah. have a computer until I was 10 and I didn't have yeah, internet same. until I was 12. So online relationships, they are very crazy. Everyone around me on the warboards had like a significant other and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah, I... me neither. So I made one up. The issue was with on Neopets and on the board, the female to male ratio was heavily screwed. So, like, in our yes. war community, we had, like, maybe, like, 15 active girls at a time, and then we'll have, like, five dudes. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting because it's usually flip Right? Like, on, like, League or Xbox or anywhere else, it is completely flip flop. But for whatever reason, forums is where females shine but anyway 
I could not find an Andrew or a Nate to pretend to date me online, so I had to make up a dude. So I made up this guy <laughs> named yep. Nick, and I made an online profile for him. And I even went as far as to create a IP bounce so that people couldn't tell that he was coming from my same IP address. Oh my god. I was what a very fuck, fucking like 15, 16 year old. Jesus Christ. Right? Because you, uh, we were, you were very thorough. We started doing pro boards. And uh, you yeah. could, tr- if you're an admin, you can see everyone's IP address, so that way you can IP block someone. Uh-huh. And so I had to bounce my IP okay. address to another one in my state, so that way people <sighs> would believe that, yeah, I had an online boyfriend named Nick. And I stole one of my friend's pictures to use as his picture, the one time that I posted a picture to prove that he was real. Uh-huh. And uh, nice. I, sh- I, guess, I guess I catfished myself, because... Nick wasn't supposed to date anyone other than me. And then, like, I had to go through, like, again, I was a manipulative little shit. I'm probably still a manipulative (laughs) little shit. But, like, I had him fake a suicide attempt just for something to talk about to seem interesting. Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of, like, deep-seated issues from my childhood that probably spawned up during that time. 16-year-old jazz. Like, God. Yeah. It's okay. We'll find it. We'll get a therapist on the show, and you can talk it out. <laughs> I never. <laughs> For everyone's entertainment. <laughs> exactly. So, um, right. But yeah, like there's this issue with uh, being online and not knowing who you were talking to, because again, eventually Jazz and Nick broke up, and Nick was his own persona right. who stayed on Neopets while I continued on to uh, Pro Boards and Gaia, because I didn't really feel like. Yep he belonged there mainly because one of yep. the war kids was catching on to the fact that i made him up so i had to like quickly <laughs> separate it before i get found out and uh yeah yeah and he went on and i accidentally got onto a pro board with someone and i started dming one person because they go on to role play and i got yep. stuck with uh someone sucking off my imaginary person's dick and i was just like well I can't come here anymore. And that's when I retired yeah. the Nick persona. Um, gotcha. That's, that, so, that's such an interesting story. And I feel like a lot of other people probably can relate. I am not Maybe one of them. Maybe not a lot, yeah. a lot, but yeah, I'm not one of them either. But I'm sure there are people out there who can relate to that experience. I, I hope not. Oh, yeah, definitely. I know that we had a lot. We had a lot of people in our... Uh, in our forum community that like had a bunch of different identities and stuff. And it, it made everything really fucky, especially yep. considering like there were definitely some people that I uh, was close to. And mm-hmm. one of the, like one of the people that I wanted to talk about was uh, our friend who actually passed away. And like, that was, it, it really fucked me up for a while because it was like, it was during that time frame where like Facebook was new and mm-hmm. um like i i didn't use myspace anymore i stopped using it when i was like 14 or something like that and so when he died it was like very strange because i had never and i still haven't ever like seen his face all i knew was that somebody uh within our group knew him more personally and so like he's the one that broke the news to us and it, it was just so rattling because like i would talk to this guy almost every day we would talk on the phone uh and then he was just gone and i didn't know how to deal with that like i wasn't sure 
if I was supposed to mourn because I didn't know whether he was real or not. But the the emotions were still there, and it was very weird yeah. and very like it was very hard to talk about to like my real life friends. Uh, I I had a relationship, yeah. and uh, I was talking to him about like this death and how it affected me and he referred to this guy as my pen pal and i freaked the fuck out i got so fucking livid interesting <clears throat> probably because it felt like more than yeah yeah because it wasn't like we were just like sending a letter to each other updating what the month has been like like we were talking on a daily basis about yeah. everything that was going on in our worlds immediately which wasn't really that possible really bef- before we before the time period that we grew up in like the 90s even yeah. in like the 90s because yeah you would send an email and then you have to wait for someone to open it so that was pen palling while right. we were instantly chatting with each other right and that opened up a whole like it opened up avenues to like have relationships and things like that yeah now there's there's you know there's there's tinder and there's there's League i mean Legends. facebook is obviously everywhere uh. there's instagram you can you can talk mm-hmm. to people anywhere and you can sort of verify their identity you know you can still make fake profiles but but you can like online relationships are not uncommon anymore and back Mm -hmm. when we were growing up it was like this crazy anomaly that like our parents were like oh no everyone is a predator in a van and if you let anybody know what your last name is they're gonna be outside your fucking door tonight and they're gonna break in your window and scoop you up Good fucking luck, kid. I love it. (laughs) I kind of attribute that to a lot of the... uh, There was a lot of stuff on the news about things like that. A lot of news stations, I feel like, covered a lot of stories that were like that. Because you don't hear about any of the successful ones where nobody died or got kidnapped. You only hear about the negative stuff that happens. Going back to, like, are you getting a real person? There's so many, like, strange... Like, you talk to these people every day, and still you don't really know how to, like, tell if they're real or not. Because right. you can't really see pictures or anything like that. Again, everyone having online personas, you're not knowing what's real. You don't know if you're talking to Jazz, who's actual real human being. Or Nick, who is or a Nick. complete figment of my imagination, my demented childhood. Which is funny, because, like, I read some of my mom's poetry she wrote when she was my God, age. And I had to so look at her, up. and I'm like, I'm so glad you loved me as a child. Because <laughs> you thought I was bad, faking deaths and stuff. Uh, she had it a, a lot, a lot worse. But, again, well. you don't know who you're getting. And there's a lot of... Like, when you get into a spot where you have some sort of control of the board. So, like, there was pro boards where only people who can get into the pro boards are the person with the link or if we shared our pro board on the website for people to come find us. So, I felt like I could yep. trust all the people in there. And this was my first online relationship. The one from League was my second. Yep. And uh, I met up with this guy who turned out to be a lot older than me and I did not realize how much older he was I was not really well versed in how I you should not date people online you never know what you're getting but I was 16 at the time the guy was 26 and he I never sent like dirty pictures but I would send him pictures of me and he had my phone number so we would call and talk to each other because I had to go to Latin convention I wasn't gonna have my computer and we were going to call and talk right. to each other and say goodnight. And all my friends were like, oh, Jasmine has a 
boyfriend and I felt good because now I didn't have to make up a human being. I had an actual person on the other side that wasn't my twisted version of myself as a dude. And it, and it turned out that no one on the board liked him because he was a really weird person. He was really like off putting and they all put up with him because I was dating him. And it turned out that, like, we, I think we were together for about four months. And then I had mm-hmm. sent some pictures of myself. I was sending, like, the professionally taken pictures of me from uh, my karate photo shoots and things like that. So, and right. then, like, what I had publicly known, because I knew better than to send nude pics. And uh, he, that well, is that's good. great. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't think I ever did that either. Thank God. <laughs> you don't want that stuff circulating the internet, folks. <laughs> just in Snapchat. But remember, Snapchat, people can... Uh, screenshot. That's the word I was looking for. They can mm-hmm. screenshot. Screenshot. But he sit, finally sent me a picture of himself after, like, four months of dating. And I saw him. Mm-hmm. And he was overweight. He was balding. He lived in his mother's basement. And I was like, oh, fuck. What is the appropriate amount of time to stay with someone after they get their picture sent to you to break out with them without them thinking that they're ugly? And to answer that question for anyone who's wondering, it's two weeks. So (laughs) I literally waited like two weeks and like a day and a half. So he couldn't tell that I waited two weeks because like I was that analytical of things. And I just said, hey, man. It's not working out. I think I want to date someone who lives closer to me. And we broke up. He asked if he could stay on the pro boards. And I said, you probably shouldn't. And I told everyone on the board who were like the war kids who wanted to go into role playing. And they were like, thank God. Mm -hmm. He was weird, Jasmine. We (laughs) only liked him because you were dating him. I was like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's cool, I guess. And well, that, fortunately, I was not raped or kidnapped. Out. Yeah, fortunately. I guess he was just a... Yeah, good. good. He was just a weirdo. Like, not a violent weirdo, but just a regular weirdo. Right. That's, if that's a thing. I feel like this pretty much encapsulates, like, everything that we know about online friends from, like, our personal experiences, from, like, other friends' experiences, because it's hard to dive into this issue, because you have a whole bunch of people who've never done online stuff making papers about mm-hmm. it. And now I think we're at yep. an age where I guess the millennials is the group that you would call it that really like pioneered this. Yeah. We're finally at an age where we yep. can actually write dissertations. So hopefully. Yep. And speak out about our experiences. Because exactly. we were kind of like the experimental generation in regards to a lot of this, especially the people who were born in the 90s and grew up more in the 2000s. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Like, like myself. Yeah, because the internet was just a scary place. Mm-hmm. As it became older and more communities and websites sprouted up, there became safer areas for people to go to. And then you have Facebook with, like, no anonymity or very little anonymity. Like, there are ways to make fake profiles, but yeah. Yep. Should we do, like, an outro? <laughs> do you guys yeah, have an outro? Yeah, so... <laughs> so I think we are just about out of time for today and Nate thank you for coming on the show and talking about how we met and our 
very interesting individual journeys that <laughs> I didn't really yeah. have one, but you guys definitely <laughs> had some stories. Today we learned yeah. that Jazz is a fucking psychopath, um, but we already knew that. And Nate, <laughs> we got to learn about you. So thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It was really, really fun to talk about because I don't really have a lot of people to talk about this with, and you guys are perfect. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, find us at we're slightly concerned at gmail.com. Next week, we are going to be talking about some health concerns uh, because COVID is fucking crazy. And so we're going to dive a little bit into some preventative measures. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. So tune in. It'll be great. All right. Well, this has been Andrew Jazz. We'll catch you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. The information represented in this podcast is based on loosely researched topics done by millennials and do not represent the beliefs of their employers or any other group affiliations. In fact, we recommend that you all research your topics as well and not just take our word for it. Take care and we appreciate you.